Good evening, everyone out there in Radio Land. You're tuned in to 91.7 FM, WMSC, 6 p.m., a little after on a Tuesday, which means it's time for Local Live. My name is Cal. Erin couldn't be here this week. She has other, uh, other things to get to this evening. We'll see her back here next week, barring any unforeseen incidents. I'm going to fly solo tonight and uh, welcome the band Piles. As we do every week, we bring in a a local band or artist and uh, have them play live. And uh, it's funny because the last time Piles were here, Erin was also absent. So uh, don't take it personally, guys. She doesn't mean anything by it. But uh, the last time they were here was kind of right after they had released their first EP. It was a self-titled thing that they put out in 2014. And uh, I remember when that came out. I think that uh, at least my my impression of that was kind of like, why hasn't anyone done this before, this, this particular sound that they captured on that? Um, kind of the perfect combination of, uh, you know, kind of punk speed with like a... Uh, and the energy of punk, but kind of the hazy shoegazy effects and atmosphere. So I think a lot of people term it post-punk perhaps, but uh, to me it was a very original sound, and I think they've really stuck with that, uh, but the songwriting has only gotten better over the years. Um, there is, uh, they put out Their first LP was Planet Skin, which came out in 2015, and uh, I think if you listened to WMSE during that time, and even since, you know, it got a lot of play. And uh, they've got a new EP coming out uh, next month called Expeller. Um, And uh, I had a chance to preview that this week. And uh, let's just say it's worth the wait. You're not going to be disappointed. And uh, they're going to be playing some tunes off of that this evening for us. So, uh, yeah, we're going to get to some live music in just a moment. First, I'm going to play our usual little promo spot here. And uh, we'll be right back with Piles. Support for WMSE comes from Hi-Hat and The Garage on Brady. The Garage and Park House Patio are open for lunch every weekday with a new menu and daily features. Hi-Hat opens for dinner and cocktails at 4 p.m. More information on Facebook and at garageonbrady.com. Thanks to Hi-Hat and Garage for... uh keeping the the tunes jamming here at WMSC's Local Live. And uh, without further ado, we're going to send it out to the Bob and Jeannie Friedman Live Performance Studio. Here they are, Piles. Attractive, 
WMSE. My name is Johnny Lydon and I'm from Public Image Limited. I've been around some time now and I intend to be around a hell of a lot more longer. Enjoy. Smokey, this is not Nam, this is bowling. There are rules. WMSC's Rock and Roll Bowl returns for a third year on Sunday, March 19th at the Bayview Bowl. Because of the success of last year's tournament, we're bringing it back bigger and better than before. Once again, we're doubling the fun by hosting two sets of 12 teams. DJs Marty and Foeyes will be on the decks, and Cafe Corazon will provide the tasty bites. Over the line! So lace up your shoes and come show us your bowling skills while raising money for your favorite radio station, WMSC. For more information, please go to wmsc.org slash calendar. I'm slamming it tonight. All right, way to go, Donnie! Hey, Milwaukee, John here, the host of Overnight Sensations. Tune in every Thursday morning from midnight to 3 a.m. to hear more variety than you can stand. Everything from bluegrass to Beck, folk to Fugazi, and rock to Otis Redding. You will hear the best of whatever I've been listening to this week, whether old stuff from my collection or brand new releases from the WMSC library, and always plenty of local music. That's Overnight Sensations, midnight to 3 a.m., Thursdays on WMSE. All right, we're back in the studio. We've got the gentleman of piles in here joining me. Hello. Good evening. Hello. 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 Thanks for having us. No problem. Thanks for being here. Uh, I don't know if you remember last time, but uh, we always like to have the, our guests uh, introduce themselves on the mic. Sure. And uh, say who Jesse, you are. Jesse, I play guitar and sing. I'm Nolan. I play bass and sing sometimes. Uh, Drew, and I play drums, and I don't sing. All right. Um... Now, maybe this is just me, but uh, it seems like maybe for the last year or so, you guys kind of toned it down on playing live a little bit. Like prior to that, it seemed like you guys were playing out a lot more. Is that, uh, would you say that's accurate? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so I'm not crazy or I wasn't missing out on announcements or something. No, no. Um, was it more just kind of like focused on making, uh, writing and uh, making the new record? Is that kind of... Yeah, well, we made the new record and then Drew uh, broke his leg my foot. Foot. oh yeah i broke my foot it was my kick pedal foot so i couldn't play drums okay three months or so something. Yeah, yeah it was about three months okay. that we didn't play a show at all it'll be like five months this next show it's been a while yeah, yeah it, it has been a while but a lot of the time too was figuring out all the album stuff and working on it and getting recorded and we didn't really want to play a bunch of shows during all that so yeah it's kind of nice to chill and now we're ready to play some shows and uh, so what else has uh, transpired in your lives since the last album uh, in 2015 or so? Anything, yeah, any, other, any other big excitement uh, in, those, in that span? You graduated um, college. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Go. Way to go, buddy. Congratulations. I didn't even know that. Yeah, Nolan bought a house. I haven't really done much. <laughs> <laughs> those, are, those are big life changes. Um, so this is something that I always kind of wonder, like, when your first EP came out, you know, and even the the album, uh, the first full length too, um, you got a lot of love from the local press and everything, and even beyond, like a lot of different blogs all around the place, um, around the world, were kind of talking about your album. Does that put a lot of pressure on you for your next album? 
Not at all. In my no. I mean, yeah. you know? I think you're overstating a little bit the, the world blogs. <laughs> I know there were a few. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was surprising that anyone liked it, really. I mean, honestly, mm. it's, it's one of those things. You just do it, you're having fun, and then it's yeah. great when people, you know, react like they did. I mean, I mean, just, you know, the people that we know are you know, saying congratulations, it sounds good. And that's, sure. a, that's a great feeling, and that's not even what, you know, you really think about at all. I mean, so it's just about playing music with Nolan and Drew and uh, writing songs and just having a good time. And then um, These are still in the same vein, too. I don't think we're reaching too far out of our, what we sounded like on the other records, too. Maybe getting a little more, hopefully getting better. We, we know what we are. <laughs> we're, tighter, yeah. we're three guys that like playing music. Probably not that good individually at playing our <laughs> instruments, but like, you know, we turn distortion on, we play loud, and we have a good time. So it's not, I mean, it's, we're never thinking about you know, the two blogs that wrote about us. Sure. <laughs> Well, and you have a pretty well-defined style too. You you know you you don't want to alienate people by like going off in a different, oh, completely different direction, yeah. right? I think yeah, our style is just that's what we can that's barely nice. do. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we could play like some free jazz stuff, I mean, oh, I'd, I'd be into really? it. But. You want I don't want to. I don't want to drum free jazz. <laughs> can I always take some lessons? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you want to pay for my lessons? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess uh, do you did you ever have any? Um, thoughts about like when you go when you go to write a new album like the, to separate it from like the stuff that you've done in the past do you have a strategy for that or is it just kind of like whatever comes to mind whatever songs is... we got going at the time yeah i think yeah this album sounds very similar there's a few departures i think um that i'm, I'm happy with you know and i think that isn't a well for me personally i think it's fun to do that switch up like the tones and and just like the overall sound of the songs but i think a lot of these songs are basically anyone's gonna recognize them as if they have heard our music before, they'll be like, oh, yeah, that sounds like that. Right. So that's not necessarily a bad thing, and that's not um, something we really think about. But, again, it just goes back to we just play music with each other, and this tends to be we never, like, you know, plot out, oh, this song needs to sound like this or that song like that. So Sure. Um, you guys did get out to play a few festivals last year. You did um, yeah, Arte Partodos. You did Psych Fest. Yeah. You did Fest. Uh, Fringe Fest. Yeah, what was your impression of the first... Fringe Fest, the first Milwaukee Fringe Fest. It was interesting. I mean, I um, um, unfortunately didn't see much of the rest of the festival, which I'm kind of embarrassed to say. But uh, <laughs> I mean, our, I mean, we had fun. It was, it was cool. nice. Yeah. yeah, I had a lot of fun playing that one. That was the first time we played outside too, right? And I'm guessing you know 99% of the people there had no idea who we were or what we were going to sound like. So my mom knew who too. we were. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> she came out. Well, that's always nice. Yeah. Um, what's been like your favorite uh, experience as far as the different festivals that you guys have played? If you had to pick one, Psych Fest was my favorite. I think. Yeah. I just like all the visuals that they did, like all like the with the uh, what's that? Bread mothers. Yeah, thing? bread mothers. Yeah. yeah, that stuff that they do is really cool. Indeed. Yeah. I think I like the Fringe the best. That was fun playing outside. We it was a nice our, day we too. Played right after states. So they're cool. So we had friends around and yeah. And that was one where, I mean, a lot of people talk about, it's been kind of an ongoing conversation where people say, oh, you know, the the same bands play all the same festivals, the same festivals every year. Like Fringe was was very different from that. They had sure. a very yeah. Yeah. eclectic. Yeah, we were really, really uh, surprised and excited to be asked. So yeah. Definitely not expected. So what 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 do you think about the, uh, do you think that that's a problem like with uh, like the same bands playing every festival, like throughout the summer does that sit, does that strike you as does that ring true to you guys um, yeah I don't really know oh, whatever the people like yeah, I know yeah. I feel it's also just like some bands are 
more geared towards like that sort of like playing festivals as opposed to just playing like individual shows. Like I mean they'll they'll, they'll play everything, but like right. I feel like there are certain bands in Milwaukee that definitely you're like, oh, PBR Fest is coming. We got to get this band because they played you know Mittenfest or they did you know like they're doing Baby Bash or you know just kind of. I feel like there's definitely a pattern, but I, mean, I don't think it's like a but like a bad thing or anything like that. It's just one of those things that you definitely notice that certain mm-hmm. bands will play more festivals than others. Mm-hmm. Our music isn't always that tolerable, so I can see how like if you're booking <laughs> a festival. Like I remember distinctly looking out when we were playing Fringe Rest and seeing a woman like her face kind of shriek, <laughs> like <laughs> recoil. That's and, probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was happy with it. But I mean, yeah. I'm sure she wasn't. So I can understand why certain festivals, you know, choose bands that possibly are you know appeal to more people. Right. So I don't think we necessarily fit that uh, that bill. I suppose, in some instances. Well, I mean, do you guys have like, um, would you say you have a connection to like the idea of, or even the term of punk rock? Like, does that have any meaning to you guys at all, or is that just kind of a well, lost? I mean, that's, that's what I. That's what I grew up listening to. Yeah, so I mean, D I D DIY. Sure. Um, you know, you know, that's I guess what I value in it or what I relate to somewhat right I mean we all we do most of our stuff you know just all by ourselves so yeah just, <laughs> I don't know not, not necessarily dead but just not uh, not a relevant term for you guys probably right I think it's yeah. like it's fast it might come off yeah. punky sounding sometimes but I don't I don't think like I have, I'm a yeah, I don't think I'm a punk rocker <laughs> I just grew up listening to that and I think yeah. it kind of reflects just in the speed of my drumming and as opposed to like the beats that I play. And uh, speaking of DIY, like the last time I actually saw you guys play, it was just as a duo. You were at Cocoon Room. <laughs> oh man! And yeah, I broke my yeah, hand for that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you really have a history of being the, the injured player here. I am, yeah. But uh, and then the Cocoon Room, of course, that closed shortly after that. Yeah. Um, and it's been kind of a theme is like these DIY places and these all ages places have been closing up um do you guys what what would you guys say to like how we could uh how the community could help support those venues when they do spring up like why do they keep what's what's the issue do you think it seems like a lot of them getting shut down has to do with either shows getting too out of hand where they're too busy or you know noise complaints from neighbors mm-hmm. or the landlords don't want you know they they weren't they weren't like expecting somebody to rent this place and be like okay well, it's going to be a venue now. It's going to be fifty okay. people inside smoking every night. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little better organization. I yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Ground Zero does it still, but that's you know he owns that house and that. Yeah. I was talking to him about that. He's he's still going to keep it going, but he, I guess he's like moving closer to work or something like that. And, hmm. But I feel like that that works because he's got a you know the house is his and. Right, the ba- he's got the backyard where, and he's like the neighbors, neighbors are cool, yeah. and you know, and like, it's just you have to have a, a perfect situation like that to yeah, to exactly. keep that going, and it's unfortunate that Cocoon Room and Cream yeah. City Collective and all those basement shows that we played when we first started are gone. But I don't know why Chuck E. Cheese just can't like yeah. open up at all ages. <laughs> yeah. No kidding, tickets, raffle tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like it could be lucrative, yeah. right? Yeah. They already got a they already got a stage where the uh, Chuck E. Cheese's band plays, right? What's his band? Oh, 
Is there still uh, like is there still like a thriving basement scene going on? Like, I mean, River West was always kind of the place for that. Um, I feel like I see shows every once in a while that are like call for a dress or message me for a dress, but we haven't played any for a little while. I know that. Yeah, that's cool though, and we hope they do. Um, so getting on to the new record, um, did you guys go back to Howell Street to uh, record this? We yeah, did. we did. Okay. Um, what what was uh, so the first time <coughs> it was a different location, right? You were at the old, or her we head, or had he moved already? Yeah. The Howell, the, we were, we were, were for the EP at the old at the house okay. on, on Howell Street, yeah. and then he moved to uh, the first, where, where was, was that place? Lincoln Lincoln, Lincoln Warehouse. Yeah. Lincoln Warehouse. So we were there for both of the last records. Yeah. Okay. We were like one of the last sessions before he started. Oh, maybe not. No. Yeah, never mind. But yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the last last, last sessions on the the, the yeah, new console, yeah the new console yeah. Yeah, yeah okay which unfortunately we didn't get to do anything yeah, with that right, <laughs> <next> <laughs> <time>. <laughs> yeah I was just gonna ask is it had anything like changed since the last time you'd been in there was it uh, pretty much the same it was the same for us yeah yeah okay so. did you guys go in with like everything already written and just ready to bang it out and yeah, that was it definitely real quick process yeah, yeah, cheap as yeah. fast as we can do it yeah. <laughs> So I suppose after this, I mean, how long have you guys been a band? Like, what, <laughs> four years, years now? Yeah. yeah. May is like yeah. four years, I think. Something like that. So you've got the process pretty down pretty well, just the uh, get into the recording studio, prepared, and just go. Knock them out. Yeah. yeah. Um, it never goes that easy, but yeah. <laughs> of course, there's always hiccups. <laughs> um, do you guys have any plans to do like a video for, uh, that's been kind of a, we a do. popular thing lately. Nick, they're coming out. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming out 2018. <laughs> He's working on them. I got Nick Ortiz. Okay. We were a friend nice yeah. enough to do it for us. So. He's working on them. Yeah. We shot excited. some real weird stuff. They're going to be great. Oh, nice. We'll, we'll, we'll get them out there in the next week or so. Oh, excellent. And uh, when the album comes out, when exactly? March 14th. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so coming up. And then yeah, the release kidding. show is March 17th at River West Public House. Oh, okay. St. Patrick's Day. St. Patty's Day. Yeah. All right. Um, All the green beer you can drink. You yeah. sure you want to announce that? Yeah, I mean, really that. <laughs> I mean no. <laughs> I redact Possibly. my statement. I wouldn't be surprised if there would be green beer, but yeah, I wouldn't recommend drinking it necessarily. But yeah, is that going to be your first show uh, that's coming up right now that you have yeah. on the books? Yeah, since I broke my foot in October. Oh wow. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that. It's kind of nice sometimes to take a break. Yeah, um, of course. <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah, we're excited about it. It'll be fun. Do you guys have any other shows on the books like after that that you want to tell people about? There's one at Cactus on April twenty first. Twenty first. Okay. And we're doing. Uh, I don't. I don't know if he announced that yet. I don't know if he announced it either. Well, we did another one in May. We'll keep posted. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I guess before we send you guys back out to do your second set, uh, where can people find your music? I know the new EP is not up yet, but uh, find all your older stuff and keep in contact with you. Well, we have a Facebook. I'm sure you can find it. We have it under Piles and, and Piles Milwaukee, too. And then our Bandcamp is pilesmilwaukee.bandcamp.com. So we've got all the music up on there right now that's out. So the next one will be up soon. And is this one coming out on vinyl now, the new one? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. That's yeah, great. through Gloss Records. So. Oh, great! Yeah, they helped us out a little bit. So yeah, great. you can find the records too at some some local stores too. Yeah, it'll be at Rushmore, Acme, uh, May I exclusive. exclusive, I yeah. think. 
So, all right, excellent. Yeah. Well, let's get you guys back out for your second set, and uh, we'll be talking to them again in about ten minutes or so after their uh, second set. We'll do this is your song as we tend to do, but uh, play a couple messages here, and we'll be right back with some live music. What's up? My name is Mickey. I'm a wax addict. My name's Sam. I'm a wax addict. Uh, what we do is, at the top of the hour, we like playing a side of a vinyl. We are vinyl lovers, uh, as indicated in our name, Wax Addicts. We like listening to the album the way um, you would do when you take the album home from the record store. Just play a side at a time and see what you like. We play everything, just as long as it's on vinyl. Um, we love being WMSC DJs because it gives us opportunities to hang out um, in the community. Um, we like volunteering, also DJing some great events that WMC holds throughout the year. It's great opportunities. It gives us great access to amazing local music. Again, this is the Wax Addicts. We're on Monday mornings from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Only on WMSC. Hop in and do the time warp with the Von Mons Vinyl Variety Show every Thursday afternoon from 12.30 to 3. We'll be jerking back and forth while the time warp goes back in time, stalls out in the present day, or even shoots us off into the future. Experience the true analog curve on your FM radio dial, such as 91.7 FM in Milwaukee, or capture the ones and zeros over on the interwebs at WMSE.org. Thursday afternoons from 12.30 to 3, I'm listener supported, 91.7 WMSE. All right, it's 91.7 FM. It's local live. We're going to send it back out to the Bob and Jeannie Friedman live performance studio. Here's another set by Piles. Yeah. 
new record. Hey Milwaukee, John here, the host of Overnight Sensations. 
Tune in every Thursday morning from midnight to 3 a.m. to hear more variety than you can stand. Everything from bluegrass to Beck, folk to Fugazi, and rock to Otis Redding. You will hear the best of whatever I've been listening to this week, whether old stuff from my collection or brand new releases from the WMS Library, and always plenty of local music. That's Overnight Sensations, midnight to 3 a.m., Thursdays on WMSE. It's the 15th annual WMSE Rockabilly Chili Fundraiser presented by Milwaukee Brewing and Von Briesen and Roper. Chili check-in. We're here with Mark from Huey, two-time winner of Most Unique Chili. Hey, Mark, what is your current routine in preparing for the next Rockabilly Chili? Well, we've been sharpening our knives and getting all of our ingredients in check and cage fighting in the basement of our restaurant. Hey, now, so will you be using a new secret ingredient to keep your title as Most Unique? We will, but it'll be a secret. What we can tell you is it will not have a tail. That's great stuff. The 15th annual WMSC Rockabilly Chili Fundraiser kicks off on Sunday, March 5th at 11 a.m. at the MSOE Kern Center and is made possible by Castella Spices on Milwaukee, Clark Graphics, The Shepherd Express, Sassy Cow, and Whole Foods Market. For more information, go to WMSC.org. It's a little bit funny. This All right. Back in the studio with Piles for the This Is Your Song segment, if you couldn't tell by the Elton. So, we were just recalling how the first time you guys played on, on our show, you chose Dinosaur Jr. for This Is Your Song. Now, what'd you choose this time? Jesus and Mary Chain. Jesus and Mary Chain. <laughs> Uh, similar era, kind of, yeah, uh, so. pretty close. Um, so who's who was the uh, driving force behind this choice? They picked it without me knowing. So <laughs> I, I had no say in this. I like Jesus in the Mary Chain, but I, they just were like, yeah, we picked one. I was like, oh, okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> I I know I'm late, but I just started getting into it. I don't know. I mean, I've heard it before, but I never really listened, you know. And then finally, I bought a couple of CDs, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, it's time." <laughs> yeah. And, that, and the one from the '90s, the Honey's Dead album, was the one that grabbed me the most. So that first song. Okay, song cool. And we had actually have it on there. Um, like, it's like a greatest hits. I didn't even know they had a greatest hits. Uh, ten smash hits, it's called. So yeah, the Jesus and Mary Chain. In case you didn't know, they have ten smash hits. Um, why is this this song in particular have any uh, special meaning for you, or is it just you just like, I like it the, the most? Drum beat, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think the, the guitar in the background is kind of cool. Just the noise. That's kind like of the whole uh, thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty much the whole song. All right. Well, uh, let's give it a listen. This is a track called "Reverence" from Jesus and Mary Chain.
Tonight's edition of WMSE's Local Live was brought to you by Hi-Hat and The Garage on Brady. The Garage and Parkhouse patio are open for lunch every weekday with a new menu and daily features. Hi-Hat opens for dinner and cocktails at 4 p.m. More information on Facebook and at garageonbrady.com. All right, as you may have guessed, the show is wrapping up now. It's about 7 o'clock. You are tuned in to 91.7 FM WMSE Milwaukee. We are Frontier Radio, and we are a listener-supported broadcast service of the Milwaukee School of Engineering. It's about 47 degrees outside right now with some fog and some mist, and looks like the fog is going to be patchy this evening, uh, and then it's going to become mostly cloudy with a low around 46 Tomorrow's going to be sunny, high near 65. Uh, reminder, it is February, and tomorrow night, mostly clear with a low around 42. Looks like it's going to cool off after that, though. We're going to get into something a little bit more seasonable around the weekend. And uh, it's just just about going to wrap it up for Local Live. We just heard the Jesus and Mary chain doing reverence. That was uh, Pyle's pick for This Is Your Song. And, uh, guys, thanks a lot for coming in and talking yeah, to us. And, having us. and playing for us. And uh, as mentioned, the new album Expeller is coming out March 14th. And uh, you have a release show for that? River West Public House, March 17th. Okay. And uh, people can find your music where? On uh, pylesmilwaukee.bandcamp.com. It's got all of our previous releases um and then the new one will be up there march 14th i'm guessing yep and then there's going to be a pre-order through the gloss website mm-hmm. they're going to handle that it's going to be awesome so mm-hmm. if you want it a little sooner that's then and we'll have it at the show excellent all right thanks a lot guys yeah thank you Peace. thank you out there in radio land for tuning in to tonight's edition of local live on wmse local live is a production of wmse radio recorded and broadcast live from the bob and Jeannie friedman live performance studio on the downtown campus of the milwaukee school of engineering local live is produced by aaron wolf and cal roach although aaron was not here this week obviously and is engineered by billy cicerelli and photos by debbie duris hospitality for local live artists provided by cedar teeth pizza who can be found online at cedarteeth.com, Anodyne Coffee, who can be found online at anodynecoffee.com, and by Sprecher Brewing Company. More information at spreckerbrewery.com. For upcoming guests and archives of past local live performances, visit wmse.org. And tune in again next Tuesday at 6 p.m. for another edition of Local Live with Zach Petrini. He's got a new album coming out very soon also. That's going to be a fun show. Aaron should be back. Uh... And that's going to do it for me. Stay tuned for Midnight Radio. We'll see you next week.